Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ, with your host, Ascended Master and Enlightenment Instructor, Reva Christ. Theme music, Tears of Joy, by David Beslian, BeslianStudios.com. Welcome back to Cosmic Christ Podcast, channeling the mind of Christ. I'm Reva Christ. We are on episode 37, Reaching Christ Consciousness, Part 1. Christ explains what it means to be conscious in the universe. Reaching Christ Consciousness is available on the Kindle store of Amazon worldwide. Jumping into the cosmic stream, I will be reading from the telepathic communication I received from Christ. All of energy is conscious and in motion all the time. The universe is a universe of intelligent energy, a vast conscious universe of waves that are high at one end and dense and heavy at the other. The higher produce light, the lower produce darkness. All of energy is conscious. The intention in human thinking comes from human will. Through the intention in human thoughts, they set higher forces into motion, and oft-times the lower forces are in conflict with light forces. A higher thought is also a higher intention, and this higher intention will create a wave that waits for the right moment to slip in between the heavier forces and cause the higher intention to manifest using the combustion of heavier forces as its catalyst to manifestation. The higher intention produces results that are ordained. A lower intention produces results that are random. In my day, when I lived on earth, my fantasies were all about God and God's purpose. I had holy ideals, religious ideals, but not religious in the sense of a practice, religious in the sense of a holy focus, holy themes, and a central character of divinity, a mission and a purpose. I prayed alone. Peter read from the book, sometimes Paul or Matthew. We discussed it, but there was no ceremony to speak of. I felt everyone should cultivate their own relationship with their own God and make peace with him or her. That's right. I also believed God was a hermaphrodite. I believed God was both male and female. As I believed all people, whether male or female, should make peace with their own God, from that peaceful relationship would come their peaceful mission and their peaceful purpose. I felt my mission was to awaken people to sensitivity, the sensitivity concerning the knowledge of God, to feel him or her and to know their God through their senses, to know God through their own powers of sentience. But people threw me off. Their minds were not aligned to mine. They were adverse. All of them sought my help for their troubles and their maladies, but none sought to form a union with my mind. I did not need physical experience to point this out. It was something that radiated from the people themselves. Denial, hostile denial. They were living in their flesh bodies, desperate for escape from their troubles, and their minds lived in dark rooms, tombs, where they hid away from enlightenment. 
Instead of being drawn to them, I was repelled. I did not understand, so I began to administer the healing touch. And with my touch, so I also offered God's blessing in whatever manner they needed it, but most always to restore and rejuvenate them in the mind of their spirit. What they did not see and what they could not understand was that they were looking for a reason for their existence, and no reason actually existed. You are not here for any reason other than the reason you create for yourself. If you do not create a reason and a purpose for your life, then you are really just living in a procreated material shell, born of material that was already present in the physical world. You are the identity you now have because your identity was given to you by those that procreated you from their own material. They and their friends, relatives, and those in society that you came in contact with all molded you with their ideas and opinions and their rules and their traditions and practices. And you either followed these things blindly or you rejected these things. But when you followed them, you joined with them. And when you rejected them, you became rogue apart from them. And then you made up your own identity and you went along either continuing to reject, continuing to accept, or creating something of your own. But whether you are a material product of your predecessors or not, and whether your life is spent in the service of your predecessors or in the service you created for yourself, these things are not a part of the energy waves that are your true form. The energy waves of your true form are empty of all opinions, only through your identity do your opinions exist. Your identity holds all your opinions. The moment you believed you were the sum of your identity, you, as the identity, became an invader in your own energy field, and you took that energy field over and commandeered it like a pilot would commandeer a sailing ship or spaceship. Even though you were in existence now as a separate entity called by a name that your parents gave you, your energy waves are without opinions. Your energy waves are still a part of the waves of creation. Your mind holds all your identity's opinions and all of your identity's information. And from this information, you, as an identity, choose a destiny for your energy waves because you are now embedded in your energy and only when you surrender your energy is your information released. The energies of the earth are of two kinds, sentient and non-sentient. The animals, plants, insects, and nature are sentient, but other forces are not. The forces of gravity are not sentient. Graviton forces are heavy, dense and magnetic, and these waves are chaotic, conflicting, destructive, and carnal, and they are not aligned to sentient forces that are delicate, refined, and intelligent. Graviton forces are also intelligent, but their intelligence is brutal and chaotic. It is not creative, but destructive. The higher waves that are sentient create life from the combustion of graviton forces. The combustion that occurs 
from graviton forces produces a magnetic field that captures light energy waves as they are sent from higher waves. And through binding these higher waves together, light particles are created. And these light particles illuminate the darkness and give it light. And they also give birth to life particles. Coming out of the cosmic stream, I have had some questions concerning Christ's dissertation on gravity waves compressing light waves to produce particles. As both the light waves and the gravity waves are waves, the only difference is in the weight of the waves. The heaviness in the gravity waves acts as the compressor that impacts the light wave with the denseness of the gravity wave so light and dark combine and a particle is produced that contains both elements. This is how matter gets its density. Changing streams, Enoch adds to the dissertation. Life is a battle. It is a war of waves that is undetectable to the human eye, but is easily perceived through human sentience. Life is a game of chance. Who can manifest and experience the life they want and what sacrifices have to be made in order to succeed and accomplish this reality? All of life is sacrifice. Even the one who seems blessed with everything is sacrificing something, whether they know it or not. If you put your sentient mind to the endeavor, you can figure out all the nuances of the plans all the nitty-gritty details, but no one can know them all because there are forces at work that have no opinion in the matter and without opinions there are no plans. Too many people on earth cannot help themselves. They aren't interested in worthwhile plans of endeavors, plans that serve higher purposes. They are all following the graviton forces of destruction and chaos. They give these forces their minds and so all that is produced from these minds is chaotic and destructive results. Results that are the opposite of what is healing, hopeful, and healthy. And instead they produce varying degrees of degradation and darkness. There is no spirit in their work or their product. They only feed an audience that is equally void of spirit and seeking dark food. All of life is at war with invisible forces at the subliminal level, and only those gifted in sentience can experience it from behind the scenes. All others are oblivious. They only know of the physical portion, but those who fully utilize their sentient powers see the spiritual portion, and they are very high. If you are awake, you are also conscious. Every living creation is conscious in varying degrees of wakefulness. Vegetation and trees are awake, but vegetation does not hold personal awareness. Their consciousness is solely related to their energy field's awareness of its environment and its cellular structure. Its knowledge is sentient knowledge, not the knowledge that humans hold, but a higher sentient form of knowledge known as wave knowledge. There is no brain or central nervous system in any vegetable life form or in any tree, but there is highly intelligent awareness in the energy field of these creations. 
because they are sentient. Animals, including humans, have brains and central nervous systems. They are awake, aware, and alert. Their energy field is sentient, and due to their brains and central nervous systems, they are aware of pain and pleasure, fear and sorrow. Animals, just like people, are emotional creatures. The purpose of conscious living is to understand consciousness through all levels of awakeness and awareness and to see through your own wakeful observations to discover where you fit in in the conscious evolutionary ladder. And once you see where you are, you can determine how much farther you wish to evolve. For as you are human, you are endowed with a will to turn toward your conscious evolution or turn away from it, merely by opening your wakeful senses or closing them off. To turn on your wakeful senses, pay attention to them. Be open and alert for perceptions, even subtle perceptions in life all around you. To turn off your wakeful senses, tune out. Turn your mind away from awareness and smother your mind in dull thoughts. From where I am here in the afterlife, I watch people on the earth and I see them absorb their minds in the most mundane activities. They live vicariously through multiple avenues of entertainment from which they derive no useful mental material or healthy mental substance to grow on. They absorb themselves in food, in idle chatter, in empty conversations, and empty purposes and pursuits. And while they do these things, they feel they are achieving great heights, but actually they are going nowhere and are learning nothing that will help them to evolve mentally. For the information they feast on is not the information of life, but information of death. It goes nowhere. As the mortal will die, all information pertaining to mortality is useless. Only the immortal can live, and the only immortal is the mind of the spirit, not the brain of the mortal. True information inspires the mind to think, to contemplate, and to discern higher truths. If the mind is not thinking, it is not evolving, and those who pursue thoughtless mental activities do not use their minds, and so they sleep while they are awake, and then they sleep when their bodies need to sleep. Humans and animals are conscious only when they are awake. But the plant kingdom is always awake. It is always conscious. It has no need to sleep. The planet has no need to sleep. It is always awake. And so are the stars and the heavenly bodies, the sun and the moon. You do not see that these living beings are awake. Yea, you do not even consider these living beings to be alive, but that is only because you judge what is alive by your own appearance. But you are not the only life form in the universe. Energy is alive. The energy that you register through your devices and machines and the energy that you cannot register through your devices and machines. All energy is alive and it also is conscious because all energy is also intelligent. Intelligence does not exist if there is 
no consciousness. All of life is conscious. Consciousness does not just exist after birth, for energy waves have always existed even before the metaverse was created, and energy waves are also conscious and intelligent. Consciousness is a property of creational energy, and as conscious creational energy existed before any form of matter was created. Conscious intelligent energy is the creator of life. All life everywhere, in any and every galaxy, and in every quadrant of the known and unknown universes. Conscious energy caused the creation of the matter world, and this conscious energy held no identity, no personality, and no character. But this conscious energy did hold superior intelligence, the intelligence of creation. This superior intelligent conscious energy first created more conscious intelligent waves, and they in turn created intelligent conscious waves. And the creation of conscious intelligent waves continued with just conscious intelligent waves filling empty space. And for all that time, waves lived in an empty vacuum, a void of darkness that spread out across the expanse of nothingness as far as the conscious intelligent waves could reach. And only through wave motion, which came from conscious intelligent wave impulses, could anything be created, even the tiniest spark. And the waves spawned waves that spawned more waves, and the nothingness expanded further and further and deeper and deeper, and the waves themselves became lower and lower with each new spawning creating wave patterns that were heavier and more dense than their predecessors until finally magnetic waves emerged from the spawning and these waves bound lighter waves together creating subatomic particles of light. So the graviton forces bound the waves that produced the matter but they also made the matter as unstable as they are and this is why all of matter is subject to frailties in the way of illnesses, injuries, imperfections, and death. The intention in graviton forces to create life through the magnetic binding of wave particles did not come from the intention that humans know, but the pure intention of intelligent impulses that are not driven by opinion or personal agenda. Here in the afterworld, we work with light energy and we give light energy our intentions and send these off to the matter world and from these light intentions something is born. There on earth man gives graviton forces his intentions and uses his consciousness to conceive of dark purposes and plans that include the annihilation of all life. This is why we say he has a graviton mind. The light plans and the dark plans do battle just as the humans do battle with the natural world, the sentient world of light, destroying the environment and the ecosystems, destroying the animal kingdoms and the balance of the web of life. 
Through man's destruction, the war comes to light, and it is evidenced by all who are sentient. It takes time to work with the physical world that is flawed by chaotic waves. As the physical is made from corruption, it operates according to corrupt patterns and motion, corrupt signals and inconsistencies that cannot be predicted. The more precarious a situation is, the more difficult it is to bring it to order to effect an orderly change. When you send an orderly wave into a wave field of disorder, that wave can either be corrupted or it can infect all other waves and turn them to order. Here in the afterworld, we wait to see the ordered pattern, and when it appears, there is balance between stability and chaos. Everything is aligned and manifestation of the desired result occurs. In every manifestation, there is as much stability as the intended waves of creation allow. Either the manifestation enjoys a period of stable living or the manifestation endures chaos and conflict during its living experience. And oftentimes, both experiences are played out in seasons. A season of fair weather, a season of storms, a season of peace, a season of war. Stability is entirely dependent on the waves in the environment of the manifest creation and how the manifest creation's own wave signature responds to opposing waves. Does the creation fight and engage in the conflict which increases the hostility and destruction? Or does the creation remain passive and allow the storm to rage without getting involved? In either case, energy will survive. But in the case of human energy, there is a sentient mind that records everything, and the mind will also survive, and the battle will be recorded, including your response to it. And even though you will be physically released in death, your mind will play the battle, and it will seem as if mentally the war is still going on. But to make peace with the battle places your mind outside the battle. You are not a part of it, and then when you are released, you are not embroiled in the recordings. You can let them go and your mind can also find peace as well as your body. Understanding consciousness is to understand your conscious choices and how those conscious choices affect the well-being of your mind. Coming out of the cosmic stream in our next episode of Channeling Christ, we will listen to Mother's dissertation on the sentient woman. I'm Weaver Christ. May peace be with you, and thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.